If you go to a pub in Ireland, you have to have a song. And if you don't have a song, you may as well not go to a pub at all. I've changed the Murray, by the way. So if anybody wants to buy me a Murray, well, I'd say Peroni as well. And welcome back once again. Four weeks on the, uh, on the spin to the cross-size pub. Uh, I've got a pizza, so I'm delighted. But I'm joined tonight for Four Blades in a Pub by Dan. Good evening, everybody. Philip. Hello. Good evening. And special guest... Bringing tonight a controversial and amusing section with him, <laughs> all the way from North Wingfield, everyone's favourite special guest, um, Paul no McDonald. Slim Corsa. My personal favourite. Done it again. Done it again. So, just quickly, actual appearance. Do I get a ball? Uh, a bottle of champagne. You've had an actual appearance. Uh, we'll sort it after. <laughs> just like uh, Morgan, we. Muscat. So, um, yeah, man, you are just about calmed down on Wednesday afternoon, I think. Yeah, that would uh, touch on the exciting side, wouldn't it? I can't imagine what it would have been like for a neutral watching it, because despite the fact that we should have won a game that we didn't, and we ended up getting something out of it, it was really exciting to watch, wasn't it? Well, all, all the neutrals where I worked on, place where I worked, my office is in Leicester. There's a couple of Man United fans who have obviously headed straight for on Monday morning. But the rest of them are all Leicester fans, and they were all saying what a, what a brilliant game it were, how good we are, um, how happy they are that we're doing well, and, and you know they, they they genuinely think we've got a chance of kind of doing what Wolves did last season and getting in the top yeah. six, top seven. Yeah, it's funny I've been with a Man U fan today at work as well, and uh, he was giving me a bit of stick. I was actually in the in his uh, branch where I work when I printed the quiz off last time, so we we're having a bit of banter then, and uh, <laughs> he turned it off at two 0 to go and have his tea. Turn it back on again 15 minutes later at 3 2 to them. <laughs> so he got the best role, best of no world for where he was concerned. I, I went walking on Monday and just me and one of my mates. And he'd not even watched game on Sunday. And here's me wanting to like sort of sit and dissect it and ask him what he thought about it. And he had no idea whatsoever. What are you doing, man? Chelsea fan, though. Not a Villa fan, actually, oh, right. so that's probably why he's not bothered about football at me. But, I mean, I'm sure we can dissect the game from start to finish if we really wanted to. We could be here all night, but how good were we for we, we long are, periods of that game? I think we said it at half-time, didn't we? Obviously, we were 1-0 up at half-time. We said, look, this, this, we could win this, we could lose it, we could draw it. Irrespective of the final result, we are a fucking good, really good side. Really good side. We are a really good side. Well, you told me off, Dan, so I said, there's every chance we could lose this because they've got players yeah, 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 and yeah, went, Stop being negative, John, third come on. Ball went in our Cursing you off, he's cursed us. I looked up at the clock on 71 and, and I sat there and I thought, We're not letting two up, yeah. In 19 I, yeah, minutes, I, exact no same way thought. we're letting two goals, yeah. Up. And then I looked up when third went in, I looked up, I didn't realize, I didn't realize how quickly it actually happened. I looked up, it says 79. Like, where the fuck's that coming from? At that point, they've got Martial, Rashford, Lingard. Dan James and Greenwood running Greenwood came on just five, after the first goal. Then. Five players up front. And they were rapid, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're all, they're all pacey as well, aren't they? It's not like they stuck a target man on. There's a, there's a football cliche that um, it, it gets overused from time to time, but I say it quite a lot at the back of the cop because some of the people who sit, sit and stand around me can't seem to see reason when football's involved. 
goals change games massively. And that first goal completely changed the whole dynamic of the game. It came from nothing. Was that a nothing? If, I, I, I think you're right. I think if we see that attack out, yeah. I think if Basham gets a cleaner header on that and it goes to edge of box, yeah, we'll we'll throw in, we probably wouldn't give. He hits it so sweet though, didn't he? That's so Considering how, how bad he'd been. Yeah. I honestly thought in the first half there was a serious danger of his mum coming on and hitting George Bollock with an umbrella like fucking 1970s wrestler. Because Some of them were saying they were coming off just before. He got an absolute chasing, didn't he? Yeah. We'd obviously target him in the Bollocks. At one point, Marshall had to put his arm around him and give him a cuddle. But he got an absolute chase. He went on to bail Phil Jones out as well. Yeah, exactly. Minutes, weren't he? Which, How bad a football is he? Awful. Well, he's got no left foot and he's playing at the left-hand side of a back three. First game in from Colton. And Moussa is coming for him. So uncomfortable on ball. But even a, even a centre half who's uncomfortable on ball, built like him, you'd say, all right, he's not good on ball, but he's a unit. Play to he's your strength, though. Just, play to your strength. If you need to edit, knock it, knock it, knock it, it edit, do it. People are saying, was that a foul for Moussa? No, not even. How easy he knocks him off that yeah. ball? So I've got a question for you, Moussa. Could he be potentially our greatest ever striker? It's a bold statement. I saw Luke. Sweet, some, uh, somebody in one of the group chats the other day saying he thinks he's the most exciting striker we've had since being Certainly in the Certainly since Dean. 100% since Dean. I think it's a bull shot. He's got a long way to go to do it. Potential is there, obviously. I think he reminds me a lot of uh, Nathan Blake. When we first had Nathan Blake. Blake. But in the same way, he's kind of. That's the sort of that's the sort of thing you can imagine playing yeah, going yeah, shoulder yeah. to shoulder with centre half and skipping and just Football's biggest arse, power and pace yeah. and I think he's I think he's got potential to be better than Blake, although I, I did I did think he was good, but I think he, he reminds me more of Blake than Dino in the yeah, just yeah. in the way he plays. I agree with that. I think the ability to stretch the game like that, I don't think we've ever in my lifetime, we haven't had a player and what watched a player being able to do that way stretches the game like Magana. Well like, like I say my supporting my side, yeah. like, the goal, second goal starts with Moussa giving a flight the ball, and then he's on. It's like the same. It's not the, It's not a mirror of the Lundstrom one, but it's I'll give you that, and you know I'm off. But he pointed that out later, and he did a lovely, like, made a point, and it's 100 percent true. Running McGoldrick, Maguire's backpedaling. He don't know where anyone is. 70 million pound centre half and a free transfer from Ipswich and a £10 million striker from Bournemouth who everyone laughed at us when we signed because causing the most expensive defender of well, all time. You can see Maguire took six passwork. steps and then suddenly when you could see Penny drop, he took six steps to, 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 to kind of track McGoldrick and then you could see him think, shit, and he turns and obviously by that time. But even at that stage, that's a great finish. Oh yeah. Because how early he's took how early his technique, yeah. I mean, he could have. Oh, you would expect it normally to take that on another two or yeah. three strides. I and think he's to keep the massively by yeah. surprise. And it's a great you know, finish. We always sort of say, and everybody says, that teams don't do their own work on us. But I think we've scored that goal because they have. Because I think they've looked at that and said, if they get 20, 25 yards, they're looking for a pass. Yeah. And we are most at time. So I think De Gea is probably looking at it thinking he's laying this out wide. This is good about then he's hit it early and, yeah. he, and he's completely took him by surprise. It was a cracking finish. It's a great finish. Yeah, and well, goals don't move. You put it in the corner. But he's got that in him, Moussa. Um, the ability to just finish exceptionally. I'm laughing because somebody who looks like a... Cat weasel. Cat weasel. Cat weasel. <laughs> <laughs> Adult nosy mouth room. <laughs> and then walk back out. 
<laughs> I can't speak. No, but he's that's a great established striker. We'll see. Could he be? I'm not saying he is. Well, if, he's, he if, he, if by the end of the season he scored 15 goals in 30 games and set up 10 or something, his hat's firmly in the ring, isn't it? The problem, the, the problem with that is if by the end of the season he's got 15 goals and 10 assists. He's, he's probably in the France squad. And getting he's in the France squad and, and, and someone's bidding silly, silly money for him. Some, somebody at work said to me, and this is a guy who would take it piss at time when we signed him, like a lot of people would. Says, are oh, you going to hold on to him in January? Well, quite easily. His January is a bit. His love down here, isn't yeah. he's, he's, he's been given a chance that he's never had before. He's not going to waltz in and then bugger off after four months because he started no. playing well. He's going to repay him. You can tell. He's enjoying it. A lot of players have come in from many clubs in the Premier League and had this impact period, and then some go. A lot staying. Hopefully, move stays. Now, I'm going to say Newcastle. Swansea. Yeah, yeah. Zaki at Wigan. Like yeah. these players come in, they bang, they bang for fun up yeah. till Christmas. Pukin, arguably, and then he just dies off. But it's, well, it's not just his goals; it's everything about his. Game. Yeah, and I, I, I agree. I've said it before, and I'm, I'm going balls deep on it again. Oh. Say we'll finish yeah, season more goals. Can't be far off now. How many has Pookie got? Pookie's got about six. six seven. I'm going to say he's on four. Yeah. Yeah, he's, well, and one testament, well, not one testament, the testament to how bored he's become. I'm a desperate for him on Sunday. We really need him at balls. Yeah, I'd, I'd be surprised if he plays Sunday. Yeah, well, I mean... He... I think, um, to show how important he is, is how the dynamic of the game changed. You know, like the goal changed the, the dynamic of the way Man United were playing. But losing him... Harassing the defence and pushing them back made a massive difference. We had a debate about it along with Burnley. Yeah, we'll yeah. probably get onto that in a bit, but that made a massive difference to the whole game, just in him not being there. And you could perhaps argue it that, probably lifted their defenders as much as yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Price went up to put up with you this. You could probably argue it was the wrong change, whether it could have been Sharp or it could have been uh, Robinson. Robinson going on. That might have made a big yeah. As a centre half, the last thing you want is every time you put your foot on here, someone charging at you. You want someone, you, you want a centre-forward that's going to stand off you a little bit. And, uh, well, I mean, to go back to, we've bounced all over the game here, but um, so he that first one and then the relentless pace by which they score it. The second one, a bit disappointed in Jaggy Elka, we watched it. Massively. I think it's a fantastic ball. It's a good ball and it's, and it, and it's a good ball and it's a good, it's good play from a 17-year-old forward to make that kind of run across. And Jake Elka's perhaps a little bit on his heels, but it's the, the bend of the ball and where he puts it. Mm. The thing yeah. is, it's that sort of ball, if, if Jake Elka does stick a toe on it, there's every, chance it, there's every chance it goes in off him. What I would say, though, is I think um, uh, Dean Emerson anticipates better than what Moore does. The, Moore, the second. Moore dives over the ball after it's in the back of the net. Yeah. I think Henderson's already going towards the striker with his legs before the ball's even touched Greenwood. And they're therefore giving him a chance to save it. Because that's what Henderson makes himself big in the right at the right time. Mm. Whereas Moore's waiting to react to it. I think um, he's we are I mean we are kind of properly nitpicking our oh, massively, yeah. The yeah. third goal, I think it's a mistake, by Moore. I don't think yeah, 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 it's just had a little bit of a rush of blood yeah, he kind of, he comes I think that's because they're at it. He's conceded two goals so quickly that he's, can't, he's probably wanting to make up for that by yeah. making a good save. He's made a bad decision and he slipped. Yeah. It's, I mean, with both goalkeepers, mate. Yeah. Slightest that's mistake nice makes, makes it highlighted. I'm, it? Glad, I'm glad he's played it comedy. Though. Yeah, but yeah. And he didn't yeah. play badly at all. No, no. he did all right. Every, everything, like you say, you can't, all right, the third goal you could say he made, makes a bad decision. Couldn't do what we had in the first two. 
everything else he did all right his anthem was good he, he kind of you know there were a couple of couple of little shots with that I think the one in the first half Marshall, yeah, coming, Marshall, and he thought, yeah. just it will come in if he, he I hope he holds this I hope yeah, he's yeah. just a bit nervousness and don't spill it and he, he did all right and he's he's a second choice keeper that's what he is you won't want him to be playing 30 odd games this season but if he has to come in for another couple well, of three games he's definitely going to be playing well yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a Man U fans on podcast going to be sat around saying De Gea should do better with the goals for them. I mean, you're looking at, the, you're talking about one of arguably the best in the world in Simon. I, think, I think he should do better with third, to be fair. I think he should do better with equal. I, 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 I was surprised he didn't say third. I think if he doesn't honest. hit Maguire on the way through, I think he saves so it. He still gets a big answer. Yeah, right? he does, yeah. But I think that little diversion from no. Maguire's leg, I think, just takes he it. He kept him in it a He did, yeah. Yeah, I mean that double. That double Sometimes save, when you're a bit overworked, that save, that save from Munstrom is a is a great save and to get it out as far as he did. And, and in fairness, the second save from a goal. I know he, again, if we're if we're splitting airs, he probably should edit down and do better. But it's still a good it, save. It's just a reaction, isn't it? Yeah, so it just sticks hand down. Really, really good bit. Of goal I've, I've had a quick. But he shouldn't have been allowed to save it. Yeah. I've had a quick look on. Um, obviously, I recorded game and stuff on Sunday, so I've just watched back. What they were talking about at half time and things, and they asked Brandine about that chance, and he says, "Look, he's looking for his first Premier League goal." Yeah. He says his first thought is, when you've not scored a goal for a while, is it target? target. He says yeah. that's what he's doing. He says we're a bit of lucky scores goal. If it, 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 I would probably say that if his goal had been given at Tottenham of the week, he'd been more confident than that. He stuck it in corners. Yeah, yeah but, maybe so. But yeah. He's, he's probably still got that. It's hard to glance ahead of it with that speed as I mean, well, isn't it? He's done. He's done half of it right because. <clears throat> He's, he's headed it back in the direction it's come from, which is kind of where well, you're going to get a bit more power than glancing it. Yeah. But just get over it, edit that. Um, it's frustrating. His reactions right? were incredible. Yeah, How quick he got yeah, his yeah. arm up. Yeah. I'll best goalkeeper in the world. Yeah. Well, taking that chance aside, I mean, my goal was... He's just... I saw someone slagging him off on... Um, I don't know whether it's sweater or It should be banned. It should be banned from ground if you slag my goal because ridiculous. He is. You need to be arrested. Inceptions, right? It's absolutely bonkers. And I know someone saying Flake were laboured in possession as well. You go on them Facebook groups, I reckon people go on for that. See, that's why I'm not on Facebook, I think. I think that's why I'm not. She no, won't be able to resist yeah, having no, a no, no, no. like, what no. are you doing? You People well, I, are idiots. I mean, I said to you at half time, McGoldrick's possibly the best forward I've, I've seen. Uh, not striker, as in someone who's going to get you 20, 25, 30 goals a season. A finisher, but an actual as a complete forward, his ability on the ball is just. We, 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 we were, he's an absolute. We linked him, likened him to Glenn uh, Rogers, didn't we, on Sunday? And I, I don't think I've seen anybody with that ability on the ball since. How, how we can make the game slow down yeah. and everything he does, it seems to be the right decision. Apart from when he gets him that six yard box, unfortunately. But again, like we said, I think we said several pods ago. Yeah. If he was clinical and get you twenty goals a season. <sighs> 50 million, 60 million, 70 million. If if he could finish, he's yeah. playing for a yeah, top absolutely. four, top six Premier League. Got to have a, a bit as he is now, but we've got to have a bit of a word for uh, John Fleck's face when he turns around celebrating the goal as well. I'd love to think he were trolling Phil Jones, but <laughs> <laughs> I think he was surprised, weren't he? Because yeah. I didn't mean it. Didn't he just yeah. hit him, went in bottom corner. So, about time he had some luck. Because that's one yeah. thing that Fleck's not. Arguably done enough. He's got some very important goals for United, but he's. I, think, yeah. I thought he were caught up with it. He just marshaled game, didn't he? Just, he he's another one. We said about Basham last week, you know, can he step up to the Championship? Mm. Okay, yeah, he's done it. Can he step up to Premier? 
I have the same thoughts about Fleck. He's got Could he step up to Championship? Yeah. Started off slow in Championship and then kicked on. Can he step Because last season when West Ham were linked with him. And I think the few said, yeah, he's not sure he's a Premier League player. He's a better player than Martin yeah. Noble. He's, for he's me. absolute right. quarter. He's, and he's well, genuine. Outside, he's raised his game massively. Mm. Outside of your traditional top six, think of central midfielders. He's right in the mix with Neves and all that. Do you know, I was going to ask something. Sorry, I'm probably just changing subject tense slightly. Do you remember a few weeks ago I said on the pod, is there going to come a point where we're going to open up a little bit more? Whether that be a positional change or a player change or something like that. Do you think we have changed our tactics in the society? In that Norwood's sitting deeper and both Lundstrom and Fleck are playing well, slightly further if you, forward if, than if what you, they were. I think weeks when ago. you watch the game live, you don't. A lot of people started to say, well, Norwood's a weak link in that midfield. And the reason I think the same is you've got Lundstrom and Fleck are definitely involved more at the top end of pitch. Now, the evidence for that is the fact they've scored goals yeah. in the last couple of weeks. Do you think it's a deliberate tactical thing? I, I, I think a bit more bombardment. I think we support... were because the only thing that we were really sort of struggling with, we were actually sort of finding net and scoring goals. Mm. We scored seven in the last three, so we must have done something mm. which has allowed people to get further forward and get into different positions. I mean, this is big to that. Well, well, I, yeah. I think that changed from last season where we had, we kind of had you had two central midfielders sitting, so you had Fleck and Norwood yeah. kind of sitting, and then Duffy to go forward. Yeah. I think changing to that, what everyone's on at the beginning of the season, this flat three, it's actually made us more potent yeah. in terms of attacking, because you've got McGoldrick's kind of dropped in and doing that Duffy role, that link role. But it's now meaning that, because last season, if, so Duffy goes forward, but then if Fleck and, or Norwood go forward, they're leaving us really exposed at back. Whereas now, one of Duffy, one of uh, Lundstrom or Fleck can go forward, and you've still got the other two. Oh, I guess it shows, shows how important to break into box later. Yeah, I, I guess it shows how important Dizzy is as well, doesn't it? You could argue almost it's a three, 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 one, or in a weird way. So you're like Norwood's in yeah, line with the of, two wing backs, yeah. McGoldrick. Fleck and Lundstrom have a no, 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 mini really quite an selfish role now, isn't it? Try and get Nigel Adkins to describe that formation. One, one, You're reading your pizza Chinese order out yeah. right, um, but yeah. But yeah, so Norwood's Norwood's doing a really selfless role now because he's not obviously he's not breaking into box late. There's a fantastic passy does in the build-up to the equaliser. Where yeah, we play it, we play it around a little bit no, down the left. About. Yeah, and Do it doesn't. How many passes are involved in that goal? Oh, it's insane! It's, it's insanity, passes. isn't it? Like, and then he comes back, tries going down right, gets it back, and then he just drills. It's not like a ping. He like drills one ping. right. Ping. It's more. He kind of helps it on its way, doesn't he? Yeah, he kind of plays it and he just, just whips Steve. it a little bit, and Steve he just gets his nutmeg. And he just he just set the pace for that little attack. And one thing I will say about the goal is he's had a few pelters off some fans, but Robinson's feet. A little bit of footwork and then digging it out. To just ironically, in a position that you'd expect maybe a winger to find himself in, yeah. does something really really Robinson good. good. When he came off, yeah, he did all right. You'd yeah, have, I mean, who, if Moussa is injured, whoever plays on Sunday, which we'll get onto in the next section, is an argument that both would inspire confidence for different they, reasons. They both, Bernie and Robinson, if Moussa is injured, they both kind of stake to claim Absolutely. to take a shirt. Oh, Bernie with his goal and Robinson, like I said, a bit of something when he came on and set the goal up. And how different is it now? You imagine us 3 2 down last time we were in Premier League under Warnock. 3 4 it 5. Been, 
Hull, no, what I mean is, it would have been Hull's up front, Stead up front, Jack Morgan, probably. Morgan up front, get it in mixer, get it in mixer, get it in mixer. And now, we're like, we're like, we're not Wenger's Arsenal. But we're like, 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 we're it might have been after the Spurs game, possibly, that we, we kept, kept our goals. Talk about the composure. System. Yeah, we, and we've done it all the way back to League One. We did it, was it Berry at home where he went to Yeah, last late night. on. Yeah, yeah. Walls, might have been Kieran Walsall. Freeman against uh, Northampton yeah. as well, New Year's Eve. Yeah. That was exactly the same, yeah, yeah. late on. Yeah. And it's just that little bit of patience. And I think that's, you can play like that when you believe, A, in the system, and you believe in your ability individually and as a collective. And I think that's obviously apparent. I think the players are starting to believe they deserve to be there and they're there on merit and they can actually fit in. And yeah, they can see that they're growing. And what's also an interesting way of looking at, you know, saying slightly changing the roles in the midfield. So in, if this was last season and we're in six and we're trying to get towards automatic and things like that, you go into a game like against somebody who's a similar place to you in the table and you play with a little bit more of a hesitant head on. Okay, so obviously in the Premier League we're not going to go and smash people, we're not going to rain to people like all guns blazing, but we almost have that sort of, because of how many points we've got already, it's a little bit of a, okay, we can have a bit of a go here because you know what, if we do lose, it doesn't, it doesn't, like it doesn't affect us in the same way so it's like a complete mentality shift obviously you've got to come up with a mental hurdle of playing a, against players 70 million pound centre-halves and people like Anthony Martial and Marcus Rashford one of the best young players in the country but I think it probably changes like the way they approach a game so if you think about if we were playing West Brom at home we, we lost that 2-1 last season Good players, team around us. It was a, it was a very nervy game. They got two goals and we didn't quite get there. So I think that pressure gets in the back of the head differently. I don't know what you three think. Well, Do you think, know what I'm trying to get at? I think that goes back to League One days as well. Like, you know what you were saying about when you play teams close to you and you try and have a go at it. Crew play Scunthorpe at home. And in all my time watching United and yours as well, you get to a big game and everything's all a bit cagey and you're not too yeah. sure. And we were out at blocks straight away against Scunthorpe and I thought, what am I watching here? The Bolton I've never game. seen a United side do that. Well, yeah. And then they did it week after against Bolton. And yeah, we had, just, we had, we had second and third, third whatever. It's like they look at it and go, if we win this, we're so much clearer of them. Don't yeah. think about like going for a point or this, that, other. They, they just go at it. And well, that's, I mean, that's Wilder's mentality always after we got back to 3-3 three, three and Neil said to him, are we 4-5-1? Yeah. And he went, are we fuck? <laughs> we can win this. <laughs> but it, 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 you're right. It's a, I genuinely well, thought we were going to win. I, I, well, well, yeah, I, 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 I thought we, we can nip this I reckon in five minutes we would have done. But it is, watching it's that now, is, it's, it, we're, and we've said this before, we're a completely different animal. To any United side I've Pretty much any United side I've ever watched. And, and this is no disrespect to our team at all but they are shit they are a very 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 limited football team well, Man United well, they've got some very very good players they've got well, a very good goalkeeper they've got a very good centre half they're struggling in midfield yeah, they're, good, they're, good they're, good they're good up top but central midfield Pereira and Fred were well, you, embarrassing. We, 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 we kind of spoke about this on way out, didn't we? You know, you look at Man United and years ago, every single Man United player would have got in Arsenal. You look at the day, all right, De Gea probably gets in, Maguire gets in, 
Rashford gets in, Marshall gets in, James gets in. Pretty much the same, Joe. Well, it's only five. Yeah. Out of Man United side. Yeah. 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 Pereira and Fred don't get in our side. Phil Jones certainly done. Lindelof certainly done. Well, I mean, I, I've been, when I used to live in Manchester, I've been to watch Man U play loads of times. Remember going in like once, they lined up 4 4 2 against Arsenal in FA Cup. And they played bloody Fabio and John O'Shea in central midfield. And Arsenal, full strength, and Man United won that day because they were just a different animal under Ferguson. They were able to do that. They had obviously a lot of quality in and around it, but they. It, Able to, they were weak in central midfield, and we just completely a lot of fear factors gone with you know, Yeah, massively. Yeah. I think it was really telling that when we went 2 0 up, Solskjaer was sat on the bench. Mm. But he's so, he it's almost like he is, attitude. But he is so far out of his depth, yeah, yeah. it's untrue. He's, he's, not even cl- he's not even close to Wilder, he's not, he's really not fit to lace Wilder's boots in terms of how good a manager is, how good a tactician is. And it's funny though, last few weeks now, we, sh- we did beat Arsenal, should have probably beat Spurs, should have beat Man United, should have could have easily got bullet off Liverpool, yeah. should have beat West Ham. So it's only, well. I know they're not a really good run. We've only lost, we played Chelsea, Spurs, Arsenal, you think it came Liverpool. We've lost. We've lost one, we've, we've played five of the top six and we've lost one. Yeah. It's a mistake. One. There's, there's, there's still an argument this season. We could quite easily be unbeaten, yeah. for a, you know, but for a mistake against Liverpool, how we a lost to Southampton, how we lost to Southampton, I don't know, and a world in a cock up against Leicester. Yeah. I think you know it's not beyond realms of possibility. In, in, well, remember like last time we were in the Premier League, as you were saying, beating Arsenal, not battered against everyone else at the top of the league. Mm. There were no fight. There was almost a, well, one or two busy having not selfies back then, but probably. Sharon second Polaroid him and all top players and that. What well, like it progressed beyond Polaroids by then, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Shaking yeah. it back. Pretty pseudocreme on. But like um I think the one last thing that we need to touch on is McBurney. So I thought some of the pelters he got from people around me was disgusting. The, the guy behind me, I couldn't believe what I was hearing, and I know Dan had got an opinion at the time, and I that's changed now. But the, the way this guy was talking was—it's a disgrace that he's anywhere near our club. He shouldn't even get on the pitch. All three goals were directly his fault, apparently, and he, he walked out after the third, which I thought was hilarious because I turned around okay. to shake him when when we equalised, but he went there. Turned out, it turned out he had turned just walked out after the third goal. But well, fucking, he deserves it. Yeah, exactly. it's, I mean, it's bad timing. Obviously, he comes on and we get bum bum bum. Yeah. I mean, I, I was I wasn't um, critical of him in so much as the only thing I, I thought he didn't work as hard. I thought we lost some impetus up front because he just he didn't seem to be working as hard as. There were a couple of times where the ball went into Maguire and Lindelof, and you thought, right now, work it. And he yeah. didn't. Now whether that's whether whether he's come on and Wilder said, right, save your legs, drop him, make an extra man. That's he might he could have been playing towards us. I've no idea, but it was just. It was just a big change, and I thought that allowed the, the kind of swing of the game to move in there. Nonsense that we've heard, the stuff I'm talk, referring to is that sort of like nonsense that's been thrown Leon's way. Like, you fucking jump for it, blah, blah, blah. And it's sort of like very easy on the cop to presume that you can get to a certain ball. Now, I think you right, Dan, he, he did look like he wasn't drafting because he wasn't, he, he was quite stationary. Sometimes I think the McBurney subs, his preferred ones, he gives us something. 
the corners and stuff gives us a little bit more height than maybe well. maybe yeah. maybe anyone else does it. But I think a couple of things about McBurney. First, when he's had obviously a very difficult couple of weeks. Secondly, like he, he, he's the best finisher that we had. Well, maybe Charles probably better, but. He decided to go with him, put him on. So he bought him, and Bernie's scoring record, and you get him the ball in the box, and he scores goals. And 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 thirdly, like that, now he's had that goal. If he starts on Sunday, I'm surprised. Sure, but, yeah. Said the other week to Sam, uh, and I've said it on here. I'm sure I have. But I think Bernie will will score, but you've got to give it to him in the right areas, and you also can't expect him to do what the goal can move. You've also got to give him time to acclimatize. I mean, you know, to the game as well as yeah, to the. To, to the division, yeah. I mean, what is he? 22, 23, not played much Premier League football. Yeah, same with Roberts. Roberts is only a young. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's a lot of strikers. You know, you look at someone like Chris Wood at Burnley. He had, yeah. a, he had a bit of a spell in the Premier League when he were younger at West Brom. Dropped out leagues. He didn't come to Burnley and rip it up straight away. No, took him a season or two to kind of find his feet. Seven in seven, Wood. Yeah. Yeah, but again, but now he's now he's he's kind of a bit older. He's established himself. This might be McBurney might only get five or six goals this season. But I don't think he'll ever see that. I don't think he'll ever be Moussa chasing around. No, no, he's definitely not. When he first came in his debut, he looked incredibly hungry when he came on, didn't he? Was it against Bournemouth? Southampton. The whole game. There was a whole game where he looked really. He equalised against Leicester, didn't he? And I thought there was a bit more. I I seem to remember being away at Barnsley and watching him do a bit more chasing and stuff. But I think we'll see him grow. And I think Wilder said that himself, hasn't he? That Bernie needs time to grow. It's a different option, isn't it? That's the good thing we've got now. We've got five strikers that are all very different in the way they play, and that's a good thing to have, I think. Just one point I did want to make before, and I don't know if anybody else noticed this before we finish on the Man U game. Anybody notice Callum Robinson, Callum Robinson swapping shirts with Lingard, I think it was. On the pitch not the game. Might have been Wambasaka. No, I didn't see it. No, I, 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 I mentioned it, I didn't see it. Yeah, oh, and I noticed that, and I said, I said to me, old man, I said, cheers, Dad. Um, I said, like, seriously, Wilder will not be happy about that, but then. Literally, I'd said that. <clears throat> Turned around and looked at the pitch and was hugging Wilder. <laughs> so, but maybe he's like, don't you fucking swap your shirt, Callum, you silly twat, by and see to inside. But that probably happens a lot. Well, the yeah, you can imagine that McBurney and James would probably swap shirts because they're big yeah. mates from playing at Swansea. Yeah, that's beautiful, isn't it? Uh, but you, so you can imagine they might swap shirts after and change them, which is that's fine, you know, for me. It's I've noticed some of our female friends have been liking all his uh, posts on social media following the interview and he's now more refined. He oh, doesn't like, 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 like he's addicted to crystal meth anymore. Now he's had his hair cut. Which will link nicely into his, uh, one of our sections that's coming up in a bit. Nice one, boys. So welcome back to part two, uh, after a monster uh, part talking about my new game, we're going to talk about Wolves on Sunday. Uh, anyone know they finished by the way? I know it was 3-3 last three, time. 3-3, last time I looked at the 3-3. Three, three. 
So I'll so, have a shake now. So hopefully they'll be crestfallen before a yeah, long flight back from Portugal. Like equalisers. So be a tough game, I think. What do you reckon? I think so. I think yeah, it's as tough as that season. There's a, yeah. a kid at works a Wolves fan. What you're saying then about um, you know about the crestfallen, they might be knackered and this that. Although you were telling me a few weeks ago about a program that you were watching or some some sort of thing that they, you know like clubs put videos out and yeah. Their preparation and everything starts on flights on way back, so they're all having the massages and this, oh, okay. it's, it's all on plane, so it starts immediately. It's, it's not like they just get on plane. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I don't think they're going to be quite as knackered as what we expect. I mean, it's, it's not like they've done. Yeah, they're not, could have done been, they could have done been playing in Kazakhstan or something. Yeah. Like yeah. They're not far away. Portugal playing in a warm country. Yeah. And, uh, but but they're still not going to get back into <laughs> UK until tomorrow. And. Yeah. They're going to have a game 40 hours before Sunday, whereas we've got a full seven days. Yeah. So that's going to that's going to tip something. You'd like to think so. Yeah. You'd like to think so. And they've put the full team out tonight, haven't they? Yeah. I don't yeah. think they've dropped any of the so, any of the so-called bigger players. No, so that's think, about as strong as it gets for Wolves. So tonight, obviously, with Tricio, uh, and Donkers pretty much took over Bennett now, and he is one of the back three. Cody, Saiz. Uh, Johnny, or as he's now called and everything, but they've done this a lot. Johnny Otto, oh, right. which is the, and I think it is. Yeah, Johnny Otto. Yeah, when I said that. Cool man, um, and that's awful. That was so bad. That I try. Matinho and Neves, Darty, and then Traore, Jimenez, and Yotta, and Jimenez is the one that is in some good form. Very good form. I mean, we'll talk about Traore in a minute, who's, well, Michelin man, but like, Jimenez is back in, he scored against tonight, he's set the other two up. He finished 3-3. 3-3, yeah. yeah, so. Does that put them through? I think, think they go through, the so. But it's, it's a tough game, they've lost, I mean, they've come, they've, they've kind of shot up the table, because after a couple of games, after a few games, they were second bottom, weren't they, and then, I think, what, have they, are they unbeaten in? Eight, eight or nine, I think. They go, I think, I think there's, there's only them and Liverpool that have lost. They've lost. They lost. Last time they lost to Everton. They've lost two games. They've lost two, haven't they, all season? Yeah. Everton on a Sunday lunchtime following a European game. But they've gone to Besiktas and won and all sorts of sides. Let's, let's have it right, they're a good yeah, side. They they've, got some, they've, got some, they've got some players who realistically shouldn't be playing for them. Yeah. On, on Sunday morning. They shouldn't be playing the Championship, haven't they? Yeah. Sure. I'm away to yours on Sunday film. Phone Greg up in the car and I said, Sounds weird. I'd love to win today. But do you know if we draw the next two games, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world because. That's a point Sunday, definitely. And obviously with Man United as well, because then we go into the more appealing run of fixtures, if you like, with this sort of. No one wants to say winnable, wouldn't they? I know. I can't fear Soros for my birthday. But like, no, you go into that run of fixtures and you've got that mystique about you that you're unbeaten in this amount of games. So I think Sunday. Keep saying we're going to lose, but I do think it could be a bridge too fast. I just think they're very good at home. They've got players that can hurt us in the uncertainty around Egan still, uncertainty around Moussa. I want Egan to be on him and especially with the format. They were they were a guy in um, in Railway on Sunday who'd been working on John Egan's house during week, 
and um, he was telling us that he's been told that he can't train until the middle of this week because uh, I think it was concussion. I think it was concussion. Right. He said. Oh, it's oh, seven days. So, I thought it was Yeah, so he's been told that he couldn't train. So obviously they knew that he weren't playing on Sunday. He can't train until I think it was yesterday. It's right. But he should hopefully be all right for Sunday. Oh, right, because I thought he missed out with a calf. No, he, he come off. He got. A, I know, I know I get head injured, but then the, the, the thing that I'd seen on Twitter from the, I think it might be an Irish, Irish thing, was he's gone off with a car thing. Right, right. So I assumed it was that that kept him out. He was doing his patio, apparently. Right, okay. But then he, did, he was looking up at Wall and he, he turned up in car with his family and stuff, and him and his little lad went over to see him, so there must have been some truth in it. So yeah, hopefully he'll be fit enough for Sunday. Yeah, but he's so back. Obviously, Henderson will come straight back in. Um, that kind of strengthens us in but two areas. If, if Egan's not fit, I'm comfortable Jagielka being there for another game. I'd prefer yeah. not to be there for too many more, but the big one for me is Musa. If he's fit, I think we stand a chance of getting something. If he's out, I think it makes it a lot more difficult for us. And then obviously it's the choice between three people, say Sharp's probably back in that queue, and the other two boys are giving himself every chance to play in the gold with Kim McBurney. I think Robinson will start. I think it'd go with Robinson because he'd be more similar. You think even on McBurney's goal? Yeah. I just think he'll go with the kind of momentum behind His pace and his running and... I know what you mean from a goal-scoring point of view. I'm just meaning about the way we play. Yeah, he's... Robinson's the closest like for like. Since Billy... When Billy got that goal, everyone's been going, oh, Sharp's got to start Sunday. That's not... Next game, whatever, that's not really happened. But I don't know, I think he'll keep his cards very close to his chest. There's a darts match going on in the front of the pub. Somebody must have just got a bullseye or something and won a speedboat. But <coughs> it's um, it, it should be an interesting game. It's a bit crap, it's two o'clock on a Sunday and not on TV. But yeah, we've had, we've had some good games against Wolves over the years. We've had some. We've had some fucking horrific experiences. We have. Well. There's, there's, been some, there's been some good ones. I think the, the you know the Warnock documentary that can you not get to him? Can you not fucking get to him? That was that were a Wolves game, weren't it? Last yeah, that was. Last minute. Yeah. Who's your man? Well, it's no black and white gaffer. <laughs> These bloody court, Oliphantiana, and loads of other big fuckers. <laughs> Who do you pick up? Who do you pick up? Let's go. Exactly. And if anyone scores. I'll take the fucking blame. <laughs> Jack's throws his shinies at that. Have you watched that before? Never. <laughs> the impression of that is better than Simpsons. I've watched more episodes of The Simpsons. <laughs> but, um, yeah, predictions-wise, I think I'm going to say United lose the game 2-0. Me next. Well, they don't score many goals at home, so touch wood that carries on. don't want to, like, jinx it or anything. I think we'll sneak a draw and say one all. And we, Jack, I think we'll lose. I think we'll score there. Um, two one. I think the run continues. I think we stay on beating one one. Cool. Well, hopefully my hands off. I'm hoping that my bad run keeps going. Back everyone to uh, to part three. Uh, this is the the quiz section of this week's uh, Four Blades in a Pub. 
and we've gone down the route we did with the goal scorers, goal scorers the other week. Um, Ian set us a, a, a sparkle quiz for players that have played for both Wolves and United since... 2000? Turn of the century, yeah, since 2000. Yeah. I think the United ones have played at any point for United. Yeah, played for Wolves since 2000. Played for Wolves since 2000, played for us at any stage. And there were, uh, there were 21 altogether. Yeah. 21. Yeah. Uh, it's not been the highest scoring quiz you've ever seen in your life. I think I got 13. I got 10. I managed 12. I got 11. Poor so effort. So we're all, we're all pretty much. So we're all pretty. Uh, all so pretty first easy. top of the list, I didn't get him. Who did? I did. Did you, Dan? I didn't get Carl Robinson. No, right. Carl Robinson. Complete stab in the dark. And I don't know where it came from. I think I probably just typed a surname in open and, and got it. <laughs> Well, I mean, then, I've, got, I've, I've not got much recollection of it. Central midfielder. Yeah, he were. Short central midfielder. Yeah, he were only on loan and looking at it. I think it was around about time where Paul Thirlwell as well, so that might be most Jesus like, uninspiring Least memorable, there, least inspiring yeah. central midfield. <laughs> Thirlwell was quite a genius. He managed to play lots of games for United and never do anything. It was like, the, it was like starting with 10 men, those games used to just pass him by. Do you remember that game at... Carlisle away in the Chen Evans season. Mm. Thurlow, and he was playing Thurlow for them, yeah. absolutely ran the game. For Carlisle? Yeah. They did nothing for us in God knows how many yeah, years. It, well, I think they were there for one season, but it felt like about five. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the fact that we're talking about Paul Thurwell, I think sums up nicely. <laughs> Carl Robinson's <laughs> contribution <laughs> to Sheffield United. So the second one... Absolutely, I, I, I've got <laughs> no recollection. John Manuel Fettis. So, can anyone shed any light on who John Manuel Fettis is? I'm going to make I'm going to make a bold prediction that there was a brown envelope of money thrust Neil Warnock's <laughs> you saying way. That might have been a Allegedly, <laughs> apparently um, needed his feet. Did he actually? I mean, obviously, he must have played. So he, he, he must have played. played. Games I mean, I, I didn't get it. So, obviously, when my time were up, it came up. It. His name popped up there. I recognised it, but I can't yeah, picture I, him. I've got no, no recollection of him I could, whatsoever. Well, he was French. I could have guessed. For He's forty-eight year. now. because uh, that's really important. He played one game for United. So he He's forty-eight now, and he played for us in what two thousand and one. So for so two thousand and one, mate. Yeah. So started a race. He's got quite a good CV until he came to England. Racing, then Montpellier, Marseille, back to Montpellier, Sevilla, and then Ipswich signed him. He played 46 times for Ipswich, scored two goals. Mm -hmm. That might um, be where I remember him from. <clears throat> and then he went to Wolves on loan, played three games, came to us on loan, played one game, and then his career was over. <laughs> so we finished his career? We pretty much finished his career, so I'm not sure when he made his debut. So are we all two for two at this point? Are we all sorry? Are we all, I all for two? Either, I didn't get either of them. I got either. one. I've you got, got one. Carl Robinson, yeah. One nil to Paul. So well, the third one, the third one I got because um, we, we, we've already mentioned his name once tonight on the pod. Uh, Nathan Blake. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, really easy one. I don't know why I didn't get him because he was scoring and playing tonight when we signed him. What I do remember about Nathan Blake is him doing that really salty interview in the uh, Welsh press saying, "Oh, a funny club up there." You know straight away if you're not one of their. See, I never got that. I always liked Blake when he was here. Yeah, and I was I, like, I always liked him. Did. But then when he left, he seemed to have a really bad and said that he'd got some stick and we never talked to him. I never had that record. I, I, I were only a kid. I was only 11, 12 when he signed. I loved him. I thought he was my favourite player for a spell. 
Where did oh, where did he go? Went to uh, Bolton. Bolton. We got went to Bolton. We got Mark Patterson in the party yeah, exchange from right, Yeah. So I remember Kendall he, flogged. Him. You know, he Kendall, did, Kendall he did, got he shot early doors. Maybe that's why he's saying his face didn't fit. Possibly. <laughs> that, yes, that makes that sense. Have to do with it. <laughs> Not that we're speaking ill of the dead in any way. Uh, oh. No. But I mean, I, when, when we first got him, we signed him from Cardiff. And he almost kept us up. He scored some, he scored some good I goals. I think he scored five game. goals in that last couple of months. Did he get a double at Spurs? Yeah, he got one at Spurs. He got one. Brian Gale scored first. Okay. And we went to that game. He scored second. He put us 2 1 Absolutely. He ran him ragged. I think they equalised last minute. I can't remember that many of his goals for United. I can remember that goal for Cardiff in the FA Cup that he scored. It's Man City where he kind of cuts inside and curls it. We've pretty much signed him about a fortnight after that, right? Yeah. But he scored winner against Newcastle. I think he scored winner. He scored two against Newcastle. That's where he got we, two. Uh, we, he scored winner at Norwich. We played Newcastle, and based on that result, at the time we thought that had got it, it had qualified them for Europe, and it had kept us up. Remember the Newcastle fans, the United fans, all kind of clapping each other. Yeah, because we, I think we went to all of We didn't we picked up a point and yeah. got pretty much. And that we, 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 we thought we'd done it, and then obviously we got dicked to yeah. Chelsea. Um, right, next up, and I got this one. Number three, Dean Sturridge. Nope. Now, I got this one. Club. I don't know why, Daniel. it just popped in my head. I seem to remember him coming in. I remember him coming in the season after Triple Assault, getting quite excited at his, his signing because obviously he'd been around the block a bit and scored a few goals. And obviously, he did absolutely that for um, And I remember him playing for, he was up front with Robbie Keane for Wolves. When he kept, when Keane came through, well, no, Keane came through Coventry, didn't he, and then went to Wolves. No, well, he, started, he started at Wolves and went to Coventry. Oh, okay, but seventeen yeah. when he came through Wolves. So, but like, I remember him being up front with him. Um, yeah, it was rather signing like, but like I said, when you signed him, you thought, oh, hello, here we go. Like, I mean, like, like, kind of like Barry Hales when we signed yeah. him, you thought, oh, nice. yeah, that didn't really work. It, out. It's it was a warm up striker, weren't yeah. it? Yeah, next. Uh, Henri Cameron, got him. I got this one. I forgot about him completely. I forgot, forgot about, about him too, mate. Oh, is Henri Cameron, his, his Senegal wrist, his Senegal sweatband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no memories of Henri Cameron. No, next really. one. I got this one as well. Jody Craddock. Yeah, yeah I got Jody Craddock. I didn't get him. I remember us having him. Did he play many games for us? Not many. We had him along for a couple of months. I think we signed him from Sunderland. From Sunderland, yeah. 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 Well, I thought he was steady centre-half. He did 10 years of Wolves. Yeah. Bit of an artist yeah. now, isn't he, apparently? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. yeah, really good artist. Yeah. 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 He has exhibitions and everything, doesn't no, he? No, he, don't just, he don't just do it. He, yeah, he You're thinking of Richard Stearman. Piss Not Stephen Bywater with his installations in the garden. Neighbours complain about it. I still reckon that's a BuzzFeed article that Guardian got hold of. Anyway, back to this. Uh, next one is he's obviously a, a club legend, still at the club. Leon. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think every, got everybody got that. Yeah. And yeah, I think he could do 15 minutes on Leon. I think he's brilliant. He scored some really important goals. See, he came through Wolves, didn't he? Yeah, they hate him. Wolves fans hate him. Well, United tweeted out today that. And I've completely forgot about this, but when we beat him down here, in a year he scored both goals, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Straight after Wednesday, weren't yeah. it? Yeah. Because um, Cody got sent off. That's right, early on. Yeah, then the, the, Nevers missed a penalty at Bramalena, didn't he? I think he hit Bar when it was 1 0. Oh, it might be, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. It was a big win, that. 
We, well, Leon, that was that spell in that season. You're on fire. He's on fire, weren't it? And then he obviously go on and get the four against Hull not long after, uh, quite soon after that. But I mean, it, Wolves took him back, um, and he got him out of that. He got him out of Leeds One, didn't he? For, I remember him coming down here. And we, 2014-15 Clark's ragged us playing for other clubs he's ragged us all over on numerous occasions I remember him doing for Bury he absolutely scored <coughs> well he scored he basically scored the same goal that he scored at Elsbury yeah, he ball did, up yeah. top and just burst past just bullied two centre-halves and then smashed it right. well that same game when he got sent off for five some Billy yeah. yeah it was mm. but there's two or three times where we've come out of lane and said I'd have him down here yeah. I got uh, this next one. Next one, goalkeeper, Carla Keeman. Yeah, I can yeah. picture him, I just couldn't remember his name. Yeah, I got it. A couple of games on loan, didn't play yeah. many, did he? No. He got recalled, didn't he? They, they got an injury. Yeah, I think like yeah. And, yeah. He's, he retired, has he? He's not been very well. Yeah, yeah, not that very well. Is, yeah. he's, he's recovering from leukaemia, hasn't he? He's just um, got a book out, actually, thinking about it. 15 years at Wolves, top servant, obviously. Keeper. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah I, I like him. I know when I played a couple of games, but you can just tell when mm. when someone's good. Don't Next keep. one, uh, it might it might be it might be someone who's never done this before, but he's got a loan and a permanent spell at both clubs. Can we just wash over this bastard? <laughs> Not a fan. Two hundred two hundred odd games for United. Yeah. Fucking hell. I can't it. see it. Neil Collins. Neil Collins. Neil Collins. All I'd say, all I'd say on Might be a lovely bloke. But I don't care about that. Do you know what? I didn't think you were a bad centre-half. When, when he had that season playing alongside Maguire, I, I, I thought you were all right. But that's, uh, that tells you everything you need to know. He had an 18-year-old kid in his first season carrying him. I, I think he's more <laughs> going to be remembered Just for not the time a fan. that he was with us. Not a fan at all. He got he got signed the season we went down. He made Adam's, mistake. Got, Adam's got rid of... Yeah. But he made mistake after mistake yeah, when, he, when he first came. Adams went Lewis. in begging for money to get him, didn't he? Like, oh, Adams signed him and Doyle. The keepers at the same, same time, time yeah. He got rid of two or three players and signed them too. He got rid of Jamie Ward. Yeah, he did. And, allegedly and then he brought Marcus Bennett. Marcus Bennett. Yeah. I got Marcus well, Bennett. he comes up in a bit. Mickey Adams allegedly took up mirrors down in changing rooms when he first got there. That one of his first acts because he thought all players were were, were posers and fucking pretty boys and he wanted us to get down to a pretty bit gritty. Pretty boys, but Nosworthy, didn't we? <laughs> 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 Let's move on. Speaking uh, of shit centre. Well, well, yeah, but, but if, any, if anyone won, like, had any, had no idea about what I think about Neil Collins, there it is. Well, I just want to say one thing on Collins very quickly, and I think that, and with you, Dan, wasn't horrendous, and there was a lot worse players in his time at United, um, but Collins seemed to have played a hell of a lot of games. I yeah. put Doyle in that category as well. It's like a mean penalty. Yeah. Crying um, after it. Next one, again, two spells at Wolves and his current spell at United, and that's Aylcart Richard Stearman. Yep, everybody's got that, got that one. Yeah, yeah. fun, well, he's great. I mean, I think I liked a lot of stuff like after we had that drinking session with him. Um, I started liking pretty much everything he did on Twitter to the point that my Twitter feed turned into like, you get suggested tweets, loads of Wolves related stuff. <laughs> so I stopped liking what Stearman probably yeah, he's been he's, he's he's great. We all love Stearman. And if you don't, well model pro, isn't he? Yeah. You can see that you can see that by his tweets now. He's not yeah. been involved in one squad this season. But he's always the first one to say brilliant performance today, lads, great. On to the next one. Yeah. Proper model pro. Um, next one. I didn't get this. 
Uh, no, I didn't. No, I, I, I don't remember. The only Wolves. reason that I didn't because I didn't make the connection with Wolves. Uh, that's Sam Vokes. No, I didn't get that either. Yeah, I, I didn't know him at Wolves. For some reason, he must only been a young kid who hardly ever got a game, and then they chucked him out to us for a bit. And because then we had him from Burnley. Burnley. We had him from, on loan from Burnley, didn't we? I think we had him on loan from Wolves. If you look at the times on this, it it, it were at Wolves. Oh yeah, 2008, we were in, yeah. 2012, yes, we had him on loan in 2011. Yeah. So it must have been. Yeah, it been from Wolves. No idea. In fairness, I thought he did it when he came. I thought he did all right. Good, yeah. Look, look, look decent. Where is he now? Is he uh, Stoke. Stoke. He's on Stoke. Stoke. against his last yeah. game of the season this year. Uh, next one uh, again. Don't think I got this one because I didn't have him down as, as being at Wolves. Uh, that's Matt Hill. Yeah, yeah. I got Matt Hill. Same reasons. I didn't know he were at Wolves. Yeah. I remember him from playing for Bristol City. And that's pretty much about I, it. I got, I got Matt Hill because of the timings. So I'm thinking the defenders from around that time played for us. Mm. I reckon if I've not done it. When I'd just got in from work earlier, I could hardly see because of that tired. I would have maybe got Hill, but Matt Hill, we talked about him all the other week, that picture of bloody him and Cody playing cards with <laughs> Max as one of my favourite people. Do you know what? I thought he got a lot of reduced it. He was steady it. enough, He was he? another one. Steady centre-half, did a job at left-back for us, and again, kind of always came across as a model pro. Yeah. Surprisingly good in the air for a short bloke as well. Mm. I think he'd win a lot of headers. Yeah, I thought he was all right. He kind of suffered from being in that... We were out with yeah, Williams outside. Wilson here, weren't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, let's be fair though, if you, can, if you compare him, Marcus Williams, Matt Hill, Andy Taylor, I know what other Stewart we had from Watford, Jordan Stewart. <laughs> let's be fair, that makes him look like fucking Roberto Carlos if you put him against them for it. I remember Bill and Donny on New Year's Day, Jesus and my Christ. mate, Jordan Stewart. And my mate Chris. And had a lot to drink, and he was trying to get the Jordan, a Jordan Stewart song, song going. Going, Jordan, Jordan Stewart at left back. I had an argument with Jordan Stewart on Twitter last year because he flatly denies that this ever happened, but I saw him twice in the same game go for a clearance with his left foot, miss it completely, and shank it out of play with his right. Twice in the, in the same, same game. I think it was even in the same half, Dan. And, and, and he fucking denied it on Twitter. He went, no, that weren't me. I'm saying it fucking were. <laughs> no, that, that never happened to me. I'm fucking telling you it did, pal. He was quite good at both That's the thing. He like, was honestly. Well, for us, he was dreadful. Awful. Awful. Did he, did he play for Leicester for a bit? Yeah. Played for Leicester, His yeah, whole did, club yeah. love him. The fans love him. And I he must have just had fucking tell you it this one. He could end up, he could end up on under the caution. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think he was that sort of player, yeah. so... Look yeah, we, we, had, we had this litany of, of like I said, Andy Taylor, Jordan Stewart and Marcus Williams think all he, in a fairly short space I think he went on a bit of a world tour after. Went and played in America. Yeah, he did, and yeah. Did he after his clearances? <laughs> <laughs> Cross channel. <laughs> Which foot that? So how did we get to him, by the way? Matt Hill, who was next? Matt Hill, right, next. Uh, again, I didn't get this one because I didn't make the Wolves connection. Greg Alford. Yeah. No, I didn't get that. Didn't know he played for Wolves. No, no idea Absolute cool. Well... But he's another one. We like him down here. He was <laughs> so he many was, clubs he blew for. Great, he was great for United. He did great for United. We got him from Wolves as well, didn't we? He went two Wolves from us. Uh, we never had a player on loans. We had him on loans. We had him on loans. Wolves 2009. Yes. Roy Keane signed him from Sunderland. Sunderland hated him. They absolutely hated him. But they like now and us, were they? Yeah, which is not accounting for taste, is there? They don't like Neil Collins though, so yeah. I've got some. We've redeemed ourselves. I don't uh, think they like themselves. Next one again, again I didn't get because I didn't make the Wolves connection. Kyle Reed. 
No, I, no. I remember he coming in. I well, barely remember him playing. Bang average winger. Like, he one of them when we're in League One. Do we get he just West Ham, West Ham, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we loan him to Wolves. Looking at this, you end up like playing. He was Bradford. Bradford. This didn't happen. Bristol City. Been around a fair yeah, few clubs. Like, he never had a chance at United. He was a winger. You come to Black Kevin Blackwell yeah. didn't do wingers, did he? No, he didn't. No, I mean, Nathan Dyer. Well, they tried to turn yeah. Billy Sharp into a winger. They tried to turn Dave, Billy Dave Sharp into a yeah. fucking ace and don't they all want yeah. him? So. Yeah, buy some of the, get some of the best wingers in that division. And, yeah. and, you know, we picked up Leon Britton and then, <laughs> and then decided well, to launch it yeah, over his head. Yeah. One, one of the most culture midfielders in the game at that time and decided to just spend the game long to it over his head. Back to front, yeah. Next one. I forgot um, about this guy. I forgot about I him. I forgot about him. Um, Went on to the well. Reminded me, always reminded me of Gladstone Small. Always like he was really odd shaped. Nathaniel Mendes. Oh, I got him. I got him. Get it. He always yeah. like he, was, yeah, he had, looked like he had, had a, no neck. Yeah. He got more of a wearing American football yeah. just thought he, It was just a bodybuilder running. I can't remember much about him. Played for United, to be honest. But we had him on loan. Yeah, we, I know we did. Yeah. He came on. Either as a sub or started in, I want to say, the League Cup or the JPT away at Hartlepool. And I remember being there. JPT. And he had, and he had decent feet and thinking, oh, not bad. I think we've got some a decent career, right? Uh, yeah, he's gone to Cardiff now. Oh, right. Cardiff. Uh, he, well, Peter, he, beat, he had two spells at Peterborough. He'd had a loan at Peterborough before we got him, and that's why we were in for him. And then he went back there. They loved him. They called him like NML, the main man. <laughs> I mean, it is his initial. I mean, it's his initial, so it's not, you know. It's, it sounds funny. It's, you, not, uh, it's not that far. No, it's almost as good as your nickname. <laughs> uh, so, next one, I got this one. Uh, yeah, I got this, yeah. Two times to start. Yeah, I got Danny Bart. Danny Bart. Only yeah, I think we had him on one. I think he played one game. He played, he played one game and he played up front. Yeah, he did, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Is but he a stout now as well? Yeah, it, but I mean, it went on to Captain Wolves, didn't it? Yeah. They love him, yeah, because it then obviously kind of came through their ranks and did well at Pigs. Had a spell at Hillsborough, didn't it? Yeah. Yes, he was, in, he was on loan in the Chad Evans season, so he'll yeah. be forever now at, at Pigs. Uh, and in the same vein, Wolves, young Wolves centre halves who came through the ranks and came on loan to United, uh, Ethan Ebanks landed out. Yeah, we've all got that, haven't yeah. we? I didn't get it. Did you really? Got a blank, drew a blank completely. Wow, that surprise as well. Obviously, he did well when he came for us, and, and you know it was what we needed. But it, again, it shows you how much we've kicked on as a club. Because obviously there were, there were calls for us to sign him. Yeah. After, after, he, after he, I don't think he was as good as well. He wasn't. Yeah. It was just scored a, a couple of goals. Big didn't solid set off. Yeah, exactly. He never let us down. No, 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 looking but back, in terms of the way we, in terms of the way we play now, you you look at him trying to bring the ball out of events. In fact, I remember talking to. Rob Page, Rob Page was at the same gym as me. And who, who would be, who, he was no, either managing someone or coaching someone. We were Port Vale all the time. Coventry. Coventry or Port Vale. I remember talking to him at gym and he said that they'd actually targeted Andel because he said, we, we, we kind of tried to isolate him because we worked out. He was Southampton manager that season. It would have been, and he says he gets square, he gets square on a lot. He said, we knew we couldn't be in there, but we tried to isolate him because we knew as a centre half, he gets square on and he's not good at turn. Yeah. So there's no way he was ever going to kick on. Yeah, it, 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 there's yeah. a reason why. Where is he now? Yeah. Yeah. Did he, wasn't he at Wolves? He went back to Wolves. Then because he went they on needed loan. him for 
there is quite possibly there, yeah. But it, it would never. I mean, like again, did a job for us in League One, but was never going to. It'll always be fondly remembered by yeah. that, that, that equaliser at Fleetwood and stuff like that. Winner at Berry, talked about. So, like, like MML, we can call him Eel. Sorry. <laughs> uh, next one again. Didn't get because I forgot he played for I got Wolves. This. Uh, Randomly. Yeah. I have no recollection of him playing for Wolves. No, no I don't, but I, I got it as a stabbing dart because of his difference in time between playing for United in you know, and then 2011. Palace and Blackburn and Everton and stuff like that. Yeah. And us successfully once got off at the second time round. That second time, I remember getting ball and he needed to turn. So he ran back towards goal, turn left. Turn left again, and then he was off. That's Zoolander. Thank you for trying to draw a shape on his job. There was a game at home in, in his second spell, and he's brilliant. But he posted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the day we beat Leeds 2 0, yeah. when everybody was brilliant for some reason. We lost. It might have been Norwich at home or Leicester yeah, at home or something remember, like that. I don't remember the game, but I remember him hitting just anything he hit, just went anywhere but in. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, less said that season. I mean, so, so I mean, we've had. I mean, so we've had Marcus Bentley was brilliant first time round, awful second time round, in the kind of James Beattie kind of way. <laughs> Not quite as bad as James Beattie extreme. But uh, so the next one was obviously a player who we sold to Wolves and. Possibly derailed the season, but I'm not sure it derailed the season. It was just we had one good game that season. Kevin McDonald. Yeah, so I got that. Looked great. First game of the season against Notts County. Granted, we played against 10 men. He won me some money, won, won me some money that night, Kevin McDonald. Yeah. I watched his pre season, saw how we were setting up, and I looked and he was 20 to 1 to score first goal. I thought I'm having five quid on that. <laughs> I mean, as bad as, as bad as we was, and he was awful. To spend, to, to spend your entire pre-season building your team around one man, yeah, yeah. to have him flogged after one game, you're you fucking right, he's up wall there. So and then we signed so Jose. Yeah, we did sign back. Yeah, yeah, and I thought that was going to be a decent I did, I thought that was the one. Yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't have gone if the Prince had come in earlier. The Prince deal had already been done, but we just couldn't announce it. couldn't announce it, couldn't we? But obviously, they, surely they would have said. He got a set of famous contract, yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so uh, it was a silly amount. Two hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, we got him on a free because yeah. he. I mean, Burnley got rid of him because he yeah. dropped off at half time. Yeah, and went to the pub. The Matt said he's really used to be really weird after games. He'll literally be out at five, five past five, straight out of the shower as soon as he finished talking or whatever. Shirt, jeans, shoes on, picked up in the car. Lads, clearly going straight out on beer. Well, you're famous since he's left us. That's very good to well. You know, they were, were kind of main man for Fulham for a couple of seasons. Is, 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 is he I'd imagine so. They've got, a, they've got a very, like, they've got a, I'd say you'd make an argument Fulham's got much more strength in depth than us. The McDonald's, he's, he's unbelievably cultured, but he's not running his he? He's not. He's not running, is he? No one. He needs no, to do it. He kind of. He, he won't fit into a. He won't fit into a wilder side. Would he? Too much work. No, no. Too much work. Too different. He won't work hard enough. Uh, next one. Short-lived midfielder. United will be kind of fondly remembered for a couple of worldies. Lee Evans. Didn't get it. I didn't, got didn't, didn't get him. I probably blocked him out of memory. I went. You really disliked him. Didn't I weren't. I weren't his biggest fan. I think he lived off of, don't get me wrong, them two goals against Middlesbrough were outstanding. But I thought 
straight away is a one in five, one in six player. I thought he used to go, I thought he went missing quite a that's lot. That's what I, I used to work with Wolf and that's exactly what he said. He said one game he'll be yeah. man at match, the next four or five games. He'd be pick the ball up, he'd it, it, play passes into people and put them into trouble just to get rid of ball and things yeah. like that. And then now I were never a big fan of Lee Evans, to be honest. Two, and then obviously we replaced him with Norwood and two fond memories of, no two memories of, of Lee Evans from last season. One so we went to uh, Middlesbrough away. My dad asked Sam, sorry, I'm going to drink to drink but my dad asked Sam and I went to Middlesbrough. Yep, I went that night. And he was god awful. Yeah. I thought he was perfect. We didn't, he didn't last much longer, did he? I think he, went yeah. he went straight away. He went straight away, didn't he? Yeah. And then my other memory was uh, New Year's Day this year. Wigan away. Dean Henderson's. Henderson. Yes. First of all, Evans missed a sitter. And yes, Anderson chased him out at box, shouting at him, taking piss out of him for missing the sitter. And then in the second half, when he's hit that shot while over bar and he's done that comedy dive. Really. See, I, I never realised it were Evans who'd done that shot. For yeah, because there were bits and bobs after when he'd gone, and like we never did Evans take it with Anderson taking it with but it wasn't particularly popular in that dressing room. There were bits and bobs. There were a few things that people said afterwards. Yeah, there. bit of a big time Charlie about yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and lastly, but not leastly, uh, leastly, is that a word? Probably no. not. Um, Lone spell at United, obviously, and then gone on to Wolves to be their captain, Conor Cooney. Yeah, great player. Yeah, it's a shame we missed him. Did he get it? Really annoyed. That's the one really? I'm really annoyed at for not getting. I didn't get Conor Cooney. I remember going to Colchester on a Tuesday night his birthday, and all 350 of us morons who made that journey on a Tuesday singing happy birthday to him. <laughs> And that was when we were doing well in the cup. And uh, do you know that lad that you sent us a photo of saying, did anyone know this buffoon? Yeah. Who'd been uh, yeah, shouting at yeah. the uh, reserve game. It's called Tom. He's an interesting character. He pops up occasionally on Facebook until I blocked him, asking if I'd drive him to an away match and stuff. Anyway, uh, we're on the way there that night. That's when we were in the semi-final against Hull at Wembley. Without any irony in his voice, turned on to John Garrett on the coach and went, John, do you think there'll be package deals to Valencia next season? And I reckon I laughed for 45 minutes. <laughs> A, how do you know we're getting Valencia? B, you go out of your chickens. And C, what would you say constitutes a Sheffield United organised package deal to a European away? Three nights, aren't we? You can imagine it. Strange, strange. We, we, did, we, we did miss out on Cooney. Oh, great. Yeah, I've been to Huddersfield for not a lot of money. Huddersfield, but... We got caught in a million. We got caught in a million quid from didn't we? I remember, I think it was after one of the cup games. They played one of the cup games that season where we played with us. Uh, and I were in, my mate had a box that time, and I were in that, and I ended up being at Lift with his family. And they were saying he'd love to come back, you know, he, he knows he's not getting a game at Liverpool. He'd be quite happy to sign here permanently, and I thought, you know, we've got a good chance here. And then, and then we went quantity over quality, didn't we, that summer? James Wallace, players like that, instead of chucking it all at, yeah. at, at a bit of quality in Goldie. Which has been our downfall on, on a number of occasions, like, rather than going for one or two really good quality players we've decided to go for six or seven bang average yeah. yeah interesting to look back in it obviously works his appetite for sunday
Right, so this is the first time I've actually introduced a section and it's something that came to my mind earlier on. It's quite topical. I'm sure everybody's seen the, uh, the news about Mr. Neil Shipley and what he's been up to in his spare time. In his in just a quick Google search. I'm not so sure that's even his spare time. It sounds like it was confused. Some white van men on the way home, you're for a pine. So, so I was I was sat at my desk earlier on my phone went and I looked and it just said Shipley, shocked face emoji. <laughs> and my first thought were, fucking hell, he's died. Yeah, that might have been that's exactly what I thought. I thought we'll, we'll just have to give him like an automatic entry into all the fame in a bit. He's a big old boy. I thought <laughs> yeah. he's just he's <laughs> That's what's going to happen to Alan Brazil. Isn't it? Mr. Creoso. <laughs> one year Chelsea. just going to explode. Brazil's just going to have fourth bottle of bubbly in an hour. And just. Ray Parler will poke out, him and explode. Only one could come. The little girl that blows. Oh, 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 Violet Oh, Violet Yeah, it'll be exactly like that. But anyway, so, uh, um, so he's alive. Apparently, he's alive. Not too well in the head. No, he has got a problem. But what he was doing wasn't in the traditional way. No. Let's, so, le let's either leave no. it to your imagination or your, your Google yeah, search. Let's Google it. So it, anyway, it, it got me thinking about footballers who have had convictions in past. And I just thought we'd throw out a random conviction. And this is all theoretical, by the way. We're not accusing anybody of anything. So I'm going to throw out a conviction of a previous footballer and just say to JB, which United ex-United player would you associate with this if it were going to be in, in, in theory? So okay. This is all allegedly. Allegedly. This is allegedly in fantasy. Allegedly. It's just a bit of fun. So which ex-Blades player, if news came out that there was match-fixing betting scandal, would you associate that with? I'd go with... Lauren Jaffo, only because that would be the only explanation for some of the things that he ever did on the football pitch, <laughs> which are completely beyond any realms of like reality or you, you constantly question. And I was a funny memory of Jaffo, Stockport County away, came on as a sub, blow behind me, taps me dad really aggressively up like, cheers dad, um, and goes, um, tell you what, Playing tactic, but knocking it over the top for Jaffo to run to his face. I had a bubble at time, and he was scolding everyone in front of me. I was just laughing. Yeah, Lauren Jaffo for betting a match. So Lauren Jaffo is up for match fixing, right? Damn. Drink driving charge, and obviously we can't have what's currently happening. I'm gonna say. Peter Unlove. There's, there's times where it looked like he didn't have a fucking clue which direction he was going in. It looked like he, it looked like he was, in, you know. That's a bit topical, though. Some happened with a car crash with Peter Unlove. It did, actually. Yeah, actually, yeah. No, it did, yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, I, I would say. Can I just say, Dan wasn't smirking when he said that. He, well, he was, but no, not over that reason. about someone who's not got a clue in which direction they're travelling. So yeah, I, I thought he'd have said Richard Stearman having a drug, having a. Uh, Drink test now. No, yeah, I think he's still pissed from. Uh, I think he's still pissed from that night. No, yeah, Peter Unlove just because he just looked like he had no clue which direction we're heading in. So Peter Unlove in our fictional world is a drink driver. <laughs> Phil, illegal streaming. 
illegal to his office. <laughs> Again, topical. So they're getting, getting not quite illegal. Oh, well, <laughs> you'd have thought that should be Neil Shipley, really. <laughs> <laughs> You can have more than one misdemeanor if you want. reasons, I think I've got for Neil Shipley. Go for Neil Shipley for reasons already Neil briefly, Shipley. briefly outlined. Right, so we are back round to JV, and I'm going to give. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the Peter Story list. A man who was. It's uh, the Arsenal guy, right? The Arsenal guy, serial offender, so prolific, prolific offender, and this is a list of his offences. Now I want you to tell me which ex-United player, manager, or coach you would associate this with. So car theft, counterfeiting, disorderly behaviour, and then the big two: smuggling pornographic movies. And then my favourite, because I don't think there's enough ex-footballers that go into this line of work after they've finished, running a brothel. <laughs> I've got this right. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking big with this. So I'm going to say Mike Whitlow. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine Mike Whitlow. <laughs> He looked like somebody, if you were going to like put a mugshot of someone up who'd rob someone. Yeah, because he always looked angry, uh, didn't so he? So Whitlow driving, driving like a, um, a massive sort of like, something like a, a stolen Honda Accord with a boot full of jazz bags. <laughs> and then opening, opening like, a, what's the road called out from Alton from Manchester? It's the M62 carry on out. Well, that road where you see the uh, yeah, yeah. the Reebok, the Macron, whatever you want to on. Just a, there's a couple of dodgy services around there and that. Some knocking house attached onto one of them and these Whitlow's joint yeah. there. What else was that? And he's just, he's just giving change out in counterfeit money because he knows that punters aren't going to come back and complain. He'll <laughs> no, come back from that, isn't it? <laughs> That's did, did you enjoy? Did you enjoy the nest? Yes, I did. Cool. Right. Help yourself to a poem I can't way out. <laughs> and we've got a special offer. There's a bit of money back. And what else did he get accused of? Well, what did he do? Well, he was running a brothel. Car theft, counterfeit, smuggling porn, disorderly behaviour. Well, what a yeah, guy. He, he, he taught Shipley all he knows. <laughs> In the usual way, though. No ambiguity about Whitlow giving it the five knuckle shuffle. Right, so. Right, Whitlow. Dan, your second. Possession of drugs, class A drugs, with intent to supply. That was Mark Ward at West Ham, by the way. Yeah, he did, uh, he did kind of hard time for that. Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. Possession of class A drugs. I'm going to say <laughs> Dean Ammons. It's always the quiet one. The only reason being, because he certainly wasn't taking speed, he certainly wasn't taking speed, but he was obviously fucking dealing it. <laughs> his legs are gone, so there was no speed. On his, in his person, but he was supplying it. That'll do for me. <laughs> Phil, you on fraud, Mark. We can put fraud on as well yeah. if you want. We can give him tax fraud and possession of drugs with intent to supply. Is that what he had against Atkins? Or would you surprise <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I let the coke have it out. Oh, don't tell my wife. Don't tell my wife. There's a chance that's true. And then um, the, the final one for Phil. What, what we've got? I've got a big list here. Rape. I think we can do three each, mate. Three each, yeah. Well, rape, rape, rape's been done. We can't, can't <laughs> go down that line, can we? Um, right, so, Phil. Rape's been done. He's an awful <laughs> sort of place. I meant by a former United 
player who was obviously off with it in the end. But anyway, I digress. Off so with it again. We Stop are it. we are gonna say receiving stolen goods. So I think I'm gonna go receiving stolen goods. How I dong. <laughs> 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 he needed to fill his time somehow. The only way to pass the time on is in Sheffield. <laughs> he weren't earning money with his pound transfer fee, were he? Signing on for it. It's a good one. Right, so JB, cracking answer for the last one. So, who is getting done for assault of a police officer? <laughs> okay, so I need to obviously contextualise the situation after the nomination. So, I'm going to go for... Um, Trianos Dallas on a pre-season tour. <laughs> so what's happened is Dan Falaraki, with lads, uh, Adrian needs to put his card behind bar, and Dallas has got a big giddy on Sambuca. Okay, and then and a few of the other lads decide to have a competition. Who's got biggest slong? Dallas whips it out, obviously. People in their own family holiday in Falaraki. Why would we have a family holiday in Falaraki? I don't know. But take offence, phone police, and that's how he gets arrested. Not as good as Mike Whitlow. And this is where Neil Shipley took his inspiration from, <laughs> yeah. presumably. I don't even think about that. About what? How your mind works. Well, <laughs> Trianos Dallas is schlong. It'd be big, though, wouldn't it? I remember he shooting that bloody Portsmouth cowbell up that time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, if it's in proportion, then you assume it's going to be. Well, yeah. So, Dan, your last one. Money laundering. Has it got to be a player? It doesn't have to be a player, and I know exactly where you are going with that. <laughs> I mean, it could be... I'm, I'm gonna say Nigel Clough. Nigel with Clough. the amount of shit that he signed for this club, the amount of transfers he made, he must have had some money to loan or somewhere. He must have been. He, he got kicked out of. He got kicked out of casino. Casino had enough of his money laundering, whacking big wads of fifties down. He just some some garbage. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, 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 yeah. was paying off a debt. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have him. Um, yeah, we'll, will you take it in used fifties? Will you take it in fake? We've already mentioned it, but someone's got to explain James Wallace, hasn't it? Yeah, James Wallace. <laughs> so it must be that. Connor Salmon. <laughs> Salmon were Atkins. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, we're all lined oh, up. Yeah, actually, that is yeah. Correct, yeah, yeah. Did he sign? Oh no, Jesus. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, got to be close. Yeah, good call. So and Phil. his brother and his brother owned a news agency at one stage, so he could have he could have he could have loaned it a lot through there as well. So Phil, your final one. Stalking. Stalking? Yeah, now that can either be family. I'm gonna go, family I'm gonna go for there's an obvious one here. We've already mentioned Dean Hammond, I'm gonna go for Nigel Atkins. Stalking <laughs> Dan Burke. <laughs> <laughs> Dan! 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 Dan. Nige, I've told you once, I've told you twice, you can't afford me, and I think you're fucking weird. <laughs> but I sent you flowers. I know. <laughs> if, you, if you look at watching play, he's even cut one of his own fingers off to escape one of Nigel Adkins' creepy handshakes. Dan Burns only got nine fingers. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You watch him play, he's playing left back and right, and he's only got nine fingers. I'm convinced he fucking acted it off because Nigel Atkins had some sort of fucking kung fu death grip hand. Well, I reckon when we're down, Bryson, he might look like he's got 18 fingers as well. 
Here we go. <laughs> I'll, I'll have a few that day. Good luck. Yeah, so we've all had us go. We've all come up with us fic- fictional... Um, and then, um, just just very quickly, when I was Googling this earlier on, it were all in a list, players all, obviously, alphabetical order and everything, and I came across Marlon King. Oh, God, how long is that list? So that? I just thought I'd write down everything, everything that he's done. So Marlon King, and this is all in order, wounding, fraudulent use of vehicle licence, credit card fraud, obtaining property by deception and criminal damage, that were the same charge so two or two for one there handling stolen cars assault and unprovoked attacks another assault and then he finished it off with sexual assault and assault occasion in abh so what so a guy marlon king we signed him. Gonna say, yeah. We'd signed him <laughs> yeah, that, that all happened that all happened in space for about four or five years so we were a busy boy proper what a bell end but everyone else is fictional, so Peter Unlove's not a drink driver. Mike Whitlow doesn't run a brothel. Although we're not convinced Nigel Atkins isn't still That <laughs> 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 Why do you think they gave Graham Potter a contract for 2025 just to keep just to keep Dan Burnham? He's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> How can you prove that it? Witness protection, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Statement of intent. Burns in witness protection, right? I need a big, I need a big, big um, sign of your commitment to me and my family. We're going to keep the current manager in place for the next five years. That should take you up to retirement, Dan. And at which point you can move abroad. Plastic surgery is all paid for. Yeah. Can even get your fingers sewn back yeah. on. Get your fingers sewn back on. Give a new identity like that time. Simpsons, they call him yeah. Homer Thompson. We like that. <laughs> Call him Mr. Barnes. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Barnes. <laughs> Dan Barnes. That was Dan well, Barnes sounds for Nigel Adkins. That's an exceptional section. I've enjoyed that. I think that can come. You can bring that back every time. Not necessarily criminal records. No, we can go with something. We can go with some yeah. else. Yeah. Which you know, I've got. I've got a similar section we could do. Fantastic. That for. Cool. Cheers. Here we are for part five, the Hall of Fame, which, with my uh, nomination of Basham last week, I won. So, a bit of a, well, I think it's first one I've won in ages. I can't remember, maybe not, actually, I won. Anyway, I won. So, fresh week. Um, she's good. And I think, in honour of the fantastic section you've just done, Paul, you should kick this one off with your nomination. Right, okay. I had a bit of a struggle thinking about this earlier on, but what I've gone with is uh, one of the one of the very, very few bright spots of Brian Robson's reign at, at United. And there's always a lot of talk about that Darren Bent goal of Sunderland off the, the, beach, off the, beach, off the beach ball and everything. Yeah. We had that oh, a couple yeah. of years before, didn't we? Man City at home in FA Cup when Luton Shelton scored with the aid of a balloon against yeah. England's future number one, Joe Ark. So that, that's mine. Went on to win that game 2-1. He did, yeah. Was that, that was a winning goal, I think, wasn't um, it? I think he's... I've got it on here. Let's have a look. Daniel he's, Sturridge scored for them. Daniel Sturridge came on and scored for them. Shelton scored the first. John Stead scored the second. I remember that day particularly fondly. I went there for free with my good friend, friend of the pod, Mr Michael Kerrigan. 
Alas, 1993, if anyone wants to follow him on Twitter. We went in the John Street stand, meal, drinks, all that. Kevin Gage comparing, I think Dennis, uh, Derek French were there. Got to meet Tony Curry on pitch before game. Um, Brian Dean. Um, Mick sorted it out, he's, he's good friends with Michael Rucker, so um, he, he managed to, to speak to Mick and pull a few little strings with that. And I can't remember how much. We ended up sort of paying between us or whatever, but but no, it were good. But the drinks and everything, once you paid for it, they were all complimentary. So I made a bit of a pig of myself as you do. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, Luton Shelton's balloon assisted goal against Manchester City when they'd just come into a bit of money. We've seen some of the players there. Yeah. Elano. They've got Elano, Gelson Fernandez, Dietmar Aman, Emil Mapenza, Darius Purcell, Vedran Shaw Luca, obviously Joe Hart in goal, Sven Jorn Eriksson in charge. So, that, so it weren't that just. That was before a, they got bought out and then they got bought out again by. I think they got, yeah, that, that was when that they had Shinawatra. Yeah, that's and then they got bought out the, the, the following summer. Yeah, that's well, that was when they first sort of started to. Didn't we be. I think we've been okay in. yeah, so when you drive on the main road past the Tim, what was the timber top, that used to used to be able to see into that, into the training ground. No longer, it's quite town. Fair enough. I think that might have been one of the last sort of major transfer surprises because yeah. now they drag on for months. That Van Dyke and Liverpool, everybody knew about that for eight months, didn't they? Before yeah. there's, there's not much the Rubinho one. Like, pops wow. up at nine o'clock yeah. at night and everyone goes, Jesus, where's that one come from? Unless it's Clayton Donaldson. <laughs> <laughs> always... Jerome Sinclair sat at yeah, the train station. Sat there, yeah. The Burger King. He's not, where's he? He's not done anything, bless him, has he? No. Um, I mean, I mean, I, I'm kind of going off topic. If you were Jeremy Sinclair, you'd be sacking your agent, wouldn't you? I'm fucking long to have a go. Sure. Well, that was really, it was really interesting, that little documentary that day. But brilliant. Also, like, yeah, it was brilliant. Pretty bonkers. Uh, but yeah, Luton Shelton. Luton Shelton. Luton Shelton. Yeah, that's mine. Phil? So... I had got a request from my dad. I still haven't got a drink, so you can have to drink for me. Okay. Um, I'm not going to actually go with his request, but I am going to tell you what it was because uh, I thought it was quite amusing. So, Dan, his, his request to go to the Hall of Fame was actually you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what he was talking about, and it got him, it sparked him off on last week's pod when he said we were following Chris Waddle around, calling the big old way around Tesco. Right, yeah. And then he, he's, it's actually a story that you told before about when you bumped into. Auntie knew you in the uh, in the gym that time and accidentally um Glenn Lovens. Oh was it Glenn Lovens? Glenn Lovens. Empty power aid into his empty meeting. So just to kind of go back on this, the gym that I go to, Wednesday had or have 
a corporate membership there. So their players, say after a game, so if they play on a Tuesday, their players are in our gym on a Wednesday morning, walking up treadmill, on exercise bike, having a steam, having a swim. They use it as a kind of rest and recovery, but they take up the entire change room. They've got a little kind of fat 18-year-old kid who lays all the kit out for them, and they treat them like shit in fairness. They throw the towels at them and stuff like that. And I was trying to get changed, and I had nowhere to get changed, and Glenn Louvins and pinched my spot on bench. So when he went in shower, I took the opportunity to empty kind of half me heavy on bottle into his right trainer. Uh, and kind of <laughs> just fucking soak his right trainer. Uh, just as a little fuck you because any place for Wednesday being annoyed me. I was desperately hoping the next couple of games he'd be out with trench foot. <laughs> but he wasn't. Um, so that's my kind of... Can we just put on record here, Dan's a really, really nice guy. Um, <laughs> these sort of uh, hate attacks that you've heard about over the last couple of weeks, um, you have nothing to worry about. Just listen to the podcast to be nice to it. Rob Page goes to my gym and I get on, you know, I, I have a chat with Rob every so often and, and he's a nice guy. I've never emptied anything into his shoe. I can categorise it. But he can shop in Tesco without fear of intimidation. Do you know what? Actually, I think I am the nominator to the Hall of Fame, so I think that's brilliant. Empty your water bottle into Glenn Lubin's shit. Okay. Glenn, if you're listening, I'm so sorry, but you know. And Glenn, if you're listening, what the fuck are you listening to a Chef United <laughs> podcast for? You're weird now. Right, Dan. Uh, my Hall of Fame nomination is um, the hardest player I've ever seen play for United and the kind of accompanying stories that go with him, and that's Big Bad Billy Tightshirt. Um, well, I mean, John, you might not remember. No. Is it kind of before your time? Yeah. We kind of signed him towards the end of promotion season from what was Division 2 at the time, didn't we, to kind of carry us over the line. And he got a little bit of stick when he played for us because he wasn't the greatest striker ever, but he was a proper, a proper mad mountain of a forward. Um, terrified, I mean, the stories about him, Razor Rudder bullying Brian Dean, and Billy White has running on the pitch all the time and saying, fucking leave him alone. I mean, I'm hoping, obviously, if we get a couple of United players on, they can tell us some stories about him. Yeah, um, that would be that would be an interesting one, actually. I, I, I did hear stories about him. I don't know, again, again, if we get a couple of players on, they might be able to, might be apocryphal, but the story about him in a team meeting, throwing a ball at the back of Vinnie Jones' head. Over and over again, and every time Jones kind of half turned around, White was just saying, I won't fucking turn around if I were you, kid. And just carrying on throwing this, slamming this ball back at Vinnie Jones' head just because he could, and because I think Jones thought it was a you know, cock of the club and White just weren't having any of it. There's a lot of 80s players who say like, he was the hardest player. Yeah, yeah. He, even people like Alan Anderson, who probably played against him once or twice when yeah. he was at Newcastle and stuff like that. Really. I, I can't remember, I think it was Shearer I heard say about him. I it will only be probably quite young at the time. But, um, some of the stories that Paul Beasley on under the cosh. Yeah, yeah. He's talking about Derek French's uh, treating his greyhound on physio bed at Ramble yeah. Lakes. He's got a race that night. Great story. I, mean, I, I, know, I, know, I know a couple of lads I know, and I, I know Paul, a couple of lads you know, uh, Willie and um, yeah, yeah. Brownie. They played with him for Bradway when. Because when, Wilder's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Wilder's had. I think Garner's played for Bradway and Booker and. Uh, Whitehurst and stuff like that and, and I think even playing Sunday League you know I know Willie 
Pete Wilson. Uh, I know he's a couple of times he, he played on wing and he's not crossed it in early enough to Whitehurst. Yeah, he, he Whitehurst can get him some Not not throwing ball to him. Yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, throwing. Not throw it to someone else next time, will he? And I'll not be fucking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, or throw yeah. it to his chest rather than straight to his feet. Yeah, that comes to my feet, or I'll fucking am you playing playing some the league. So, so yeah, my 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 nomination is is Big Bad Billy. Right. I think we we might. Um, it's a great nomination. I think we might uh, cover that again sometimes. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Um, my nomination it was sparked by a weird chain of thought. So obviously the game on Sunday, a lot of ex players were there, um, and first I think for American Premier League coverage, Richard Creswell was doing it for Dave Kitson. When I think of Creswell, I always think of him scoring in front of the away end at Oldham in the infamous Chad Evans season. But my favourite goal ever at Oldham that I celebrated was when Kitson scored uh, in that black with the orange sash. With the orange sash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and remember, it wasn't, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't describe the goal to you or anything, but I just remember it being an absolute sea of bodies in that away end. And I think I fell 20 rows. <laughs> it was wonderful and it was a great it was a great celebration. Everyone going mad. And he just Dave Kitson, he, he was just, I thought, one of the in that second season in League One, a real shining light in a very average team. I thought and just, considering how posh he is, a fucking massive shit out of I wasn't really a big fan of him when he played against us, so I found it really difficult to like him when he played for us. But there were so many but, clubs that absolutely despised yeah, him. Yeah, oh Donny Donny's like this most awesome. team. Yeah. You're mentioning Kitson, it just reminded me of him being there on Sunday. In the middle of the first half, I walk past us, and obviously we sit fairly close to the front. Danny, who sits in front of me, has got this thing about having a go at people's air, whether it be short, long, whatever. Dave Kitson walked past us. He goes, Oi, Kitson, you ginger cunt. <laughs> and he didn't break stride, didn't look up, he just flicked wank at him straight away <laughs> and just carried on walking to his seat. I just, it, was, it was fucking hilarious. But he's a proper, he's a proper posh boy as well, Yeah, he's he really, really well-spoken. Yeah. There's big rumours of him being the secret footballer. He's, right? he's one of them, isn't he? The secret footballers apparently a, a kind of conglomerate of four or five footballers. I think yeah. he's one of them, isn't he? I think, yeah, secret footballer books get a bit sane after a while. <clears throat> and I also find the way they're, they're written can be a bit... So about 200 pages of that, you're a bit like, for fuck's sake, you like, because obviously it's very like self-aware, but yeah, that, that goal at Oldham in that away end, I just remember it, and just about Dave Kitson generally, uh, it's it just great, thought it was brilliant for us, and I, I just remember that goal fondly, falling down them stairs, pissed as a fart for a change. <laughs> Not sound like you on an away day. Don't know what you're on about, I'll be very reserved on Sunday. So, so we've yeah. got, so the nominations are... Lucian Shelton's balloon goal. Dan Flynn, um Glenn Louvan's Glenn shoe up with water. Uh, Big Bad Billy. And uh, Dave Kitson's celebration, the celebrations following Kitson's goal at Oldham. It's fair to say, I don't think I'm winning this week. But, <laughs> um, another... Technically, I've got two chances. Well, yeah. Uh, Football's always the real winner on this, uh, on this <laughs> pod. So... Um, Professional as always, but it's been good to pull the bones out of my new Paul. Thanks for coming on and bringing your unique style and very unique, unique, very unique section. section. Yeah, not a problem. I enjoyed it. it was good. <laughs> uh, if you're in the Bolton area, 
I recommend a trip to Whitlow's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it from experience then? Is that what? No comment. <laughs> All I'm saying is, you go, you have a nice time, you get a goodie bag on the way out. <laughs> Did you take a carton of custard though? <laughs> Never leave the house without one now. What's in your glove box? Custard. What are them jazz mags from Mike Whitlow? Are they stolen? I don't know. I can't. God. Sorry, Mike. Um, but yeah, it's been great, boys. And uh, let's hope we can get something down at Wolves. On to Wolves on Sunday. So, yeah. So it's been a pleasure, and uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. All the blades. All the blades. All the blades. If you go to a pub in Ireland, you have to have a song. And if you don't have a song, you may as well not put the pub on. I've changed my rate, by the way. So if anybody wants to buy me a rate, right. Well, I'll take Peroni as well.